So we are doing Dav Zion. We are starting at the two dots, a uh, couple lines down. Rabbi Huda, I'm actually top line. Rabbi Huda, I'm Elon. So we're talking now about trapping these rodents. We said Mistea Elon in a orchard, Kedarka, you could tra- you could cra- catch them normally. You Mistea Lavan, but in a grain field, Shalai Kedarka, you have to do it in an unusual manner. What is the usual manner of trapping these things? You basically you dig a hole and there's a trap in the hole. That catches them. What's an unusual manner? You put a spit in the ground where they live, and then basically you strike it down with a hammer. And it flattens the ground beneath it. So basically you crush them underneath the earth. Okay, so you smash down wherever they are living. Tanya, we learned in a bride. When they said that in order to trap a rodent in a field of grain, you have to do it in an unusual manner. Only talking about a grain field near the city. But if it's a grain field near an orchard, then because here there's a Dover oven issue that they may move over from the grain field to the orchard, so therefore you can even trap them in the grain field in the normal manner. Does what have to be yours? No, it just has to be that it's owned by a yid. So there's a Dover oven. Yeah, yeah, because of that other guy. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Okay, Makarinas appears of a mayid. You close. You can close a breach in a fence. On Chalamayid and on Shmita, and on Shmita you're allowed to even build a new wall. Kate said, "Makarin, how do you close a breach?" You just use. Remember this from Sukkis. You just put like some ponds, some some branches to fill it in, like it's a temporary breach, mending. No, you can actually put stones in there, but you can't actually smear it with cement. So that makes it not a permanent building. Okay. That's only a garden of a wall, a wall of a garden. But the wall of a courtyard, you could even do it in the normal manner. Why? Because there it could be a significant loss. It's like leaving your door of your house, if it broke, God forbid, leaving it un- unfixed, right? unlocked. What could happen? Thieves could break in and steal things. Let's say that the following price is a riot or chizda. It says, A wall that's leaning dangerously into a shusarabim. You can demolish it and build a new one in the normal way because the sakana might collapse. So what do you see here? That it's a courtyard. is different than a gina, than a garden. So Mar says, uh, oh, so what do you see here? That a courtyard is different. Mar says, no, awesome kid, tiny time. No, there, but a sakana. That's different. There, there's a sakana. But you have no raya what that price would hold if it was just a matter of protecting your valuables. Some say that the price was actually brought as a cash on Rabchizda. Tashma, Kaisal Gaich Rushus Rabbim, if you have a wall leaning into Rushus Rabbim, dangerously, Saisar Banakadakan, they are Sakana. Oh, and they Sakana in Shlaim, they are Sakana Loi. You can't do it unless this is Sakana Lehmat Havit, you have to do Rabchizda. It's a raya against Rabchizda. Gemara says, Amalach Rabchizda, he would answer, Hasam Saisar Baina, Hacha Baina Valay Saisar. Over there, you're allowed to knock down the wall and build it anew. Here, you're not knocking anything down, you're just repairing an existing wall. So here, to, re- to rebuild a wall without breaking it down, just, just the, the breach part, that's okay. But you're not allowed to knock it down and build it back up. Hasan Nami list of There too in the Bryce's case, let's knock down the wall but not rebuild it on Chalamayid, right? So that's the Kasha. In other words, if all you're worried about is the danger of the Sakana, so then okay, let them knock it down. What right do they have to rebuild it? The Gemara says, okay, Mim if we're not going to allow him to rebuild it, he's not even going to knock it down. He doesn't want to leave the courtyard open. So in order to ensure that we don't have this sakana staying over Cholamayit and over Yantif, we allow you to knock it down and rebuild it. Amr Ravashi, 
Vashi says, Masnisa Namidaika, our Mishnah actually is a support to Rav Chizda, because the Mishnah says, Rabbi Shviyas, in Shmita, Baina Kedak, you could build it normally. Now, where is the wall? If we're talking about a Chatzar, Tzrich Lameimar, I need to be told that during Shmita, you could build a wall around your Chatzar. Obviously, you could build a wall around your Chatzar during Shmita. It has nothing to do with Shmita. Elalav Degina. Oh, what's it telling you? That in a garden. Oh, a garden? Yeah, yeah it's Shmita, and you have a garden, but nevertheless, you're allowed to build a wall around it during Shmita, even though it looks like you might be keeping people out. Oh, Avogadim. It looks like you're, 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 you're blocking off, you're protecting your produce, which normally would be usher. What do you see from here? That it's the wall of a garden, not the wall of a courtyard. So that's what we're talking about in the Mishnah. When we say that you're only allowed to temporarily rebuild it, that's talking about a, a garden, but a chutzah would be a different halacha. Rav Meir, Rav Meir says in the Mishnah, Talking about Kayin looking at Saras, inspecting it, right, to determine if he's Tamar. Rav Meir, write us on a Gaim Lahakel, that we could show it to a Kayin in order to. Say that you're, you're, it's not Tame, but not to be Machmir, in other words, not to pronounce it, it Tame. So, in other words, if it's Tame, you don't say anything, right? It's not Tame until the Kayin says Tame. And even if the Kayin doesn't know how to inspect, you bring a Chacham, the Chacham tells the Kayin, and the Kayin has to say Tame. So, if the Kayin sees it and he thinks it's Tahar, say it's Tahar, let the guy go off the hook. Right? If the, if the COVID test is negative, tell him it's negative so he can go to shul. But if it's tame, don't say it's tame. Refrain from, from paskining until after yantif. No, you can't give a, 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 a psak one way or the other. Why? Because they hold that if the client sees it and it's tame, you have to say tame. You don't have a right to delay the verdict. So therefore, better that you don't look. Time we learned in the brain. So, mayor, I may write this in a guy hakel. To say that it's tahar, but not to say it's tami. If you're going to let yourself say that it's tahar, you also you to 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 give up sak. And if the psak is tami, he's going to have to say it. I'm a rebbe near and different. Mayor Ben Musgar. Reb Meir makes more sense when you have a, a mitzvah that's confined. What's a confined mitzvah? That's a mitzvah that we saw it, but we don't know for sure. And we tell you, you got to lock up for seven days. So such a guy who wants to get out of the status of lock to be make and let him out, fine. To say he's Tommy, who cares? He's not, he's not changing his status anyway. He's already said, exactly. But Reb Yaisi, confirmed one. In other words, if he's already confirmed, then you don't, then you don't um, 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 look at him. Um, so on Ahmed Bayes, we're going to see the reasoning behind uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Svara here. Why there's a difference between a Muslim and a Muslim. So now, Amar Rava, Bitar, when someone's tar was never examined, don't look at it. Because you're going to mess... You can only have... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right now, he's free, he's free to do what he wants, and you're going to mess, him up, mess up his yantif. What if a guy is, when it's locked up for seven days, certainly you can look at it. Why? Because we want the guy to get out. If we're not going to examine him, he's going to stay in. So then, let's examine him. Maybe he has a chance, at least, of getting out. He pleaded, when are they arguing? By the second week of confinement, right? One Madiyama says that to get confirmed after you were locked up for seven days, one Madiyama of Mayor holds that in order to make you confirmed, you need the Kayin. So therefore, you're allowed to do it on Cholamayid and say, Itar Amalaitar, Vitami Shasik. Right? In other words, you need a Kayin to say Tame. So therefore, you get a Kayin and you tell him, if the Kayin, if, 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 if it's good, say, let him out. He's been locked up for two weeks already. And if he's not, then tell him, then, then, then be quiet and don't tell him he's Tami. Now, Umar Savar, but Rabbi Yaisi holds that 
the Kayan cannot remain silent because it says in the Pasuk, which means that you have to examine him. And if you, I mean, you have to pronounce whatever it is. You have to give a psak. You can't withhold it. So we say, don't examine the guy on Cholamayid. Why? Because you, instead of being confined, you're going to make his status worse. You're going to make him confirmed mitzayra, and that's going to make him upset on Yantif. Right. So therefore, don't examine a guy who's in a Hezgashani. Okay. So now back to Rebbe's words. Rebbe, Rebbe said that Rebbe Yossi seems better when you're talking about a guy who's confirmed, that you shouldn't look at him. But if you only have someone who's confined, Rebbe Meir makes more sense. Now, with Bryce that says just the opposite, that Rebbe Meir is, makes more sense by confirmed, whereas Rebbe Yossi by confined one. It's two Tanoim arguing in Rebbe. One says, according to Rebbe, that the Mitzvah really wants to get out. Okay? He wants to get out in society. Okay? And even if it means that he can't be with his wife at this time, so therefore the Kohen can examine or confirm Mitzvah on And if he says he's Tameh, so he's no worse off than before. But if he says he's Tameh, he's going to be able to go into the camp. He won't be able to be with his wife because his wife is still going to be Yasset him for seven days. Finally, no, it's preferable for him to be with his wife. Okay? So therefore, you can... So therefore, the Kayin can look at someone who's locked up. Why? Because if we declare him tar, he could go home immediately. He doesn't have to wait seven days for purification to be with his wife. But, and even if the Kayin declares him confirmed, who cares? He's not allowed to live with his wife anyway. So, so I'm sorry, he will be allowed to live with his wife outside the camp anyway. So therefore, it's, it's not going to uh, stare his, his yantif, okay? On the other hand, the Kayin cannot look at a confirmed Mitzayra to determine whether he has become Tar, because if he's declared Tar, he's going to become Asher to his wife. See, right now when he's locked up, he's Mutter to his wife. That's what he's saying. Right now when he's locked up, he's Mutter to his wife. It's like this. If you have a guy who's confined, right? A guy who's Muzgar, locked up. So let's think about this. If he's locked up, he's not Tamer yet. If at the end of being locked up, the Kayin says, you're Tahar, he's free to go. No, pro- no purification process, nothing. So we, should, we certainly should, should look at a guy who's confined, right? Why? Because he can maybe go back home. What about if we declare him Tameh? That's also not a problem. You know why? Because while Mitzayra is out of the camp, his wife is allowed to join him. You know whose wife cannot join him? Someone who was definitely Tameh that becomes Tahar. Because that person now has to enter seven days of purification. During the seven days of purification, uh, your wife can't be with you. So, so after, after he's pronounced tar, he's got, there's a... There's a seven-day separation okay. period. So therefore, a confined guy, we want to help. Because at worst, what are you going to be confirmed? You'll still be with your wife. But a confirmed guy, it can't go bad. We can say he's Tara, and now he has to separate from his wife. Oh. The other guy says, I, don't, I want to be back in society. Oh, so you want to be back in society, so the confined guy ain't going back to society. He might be banished from camp. So let's not look at him. But the confirmed guy is already out of society. Maybe he can at least come back in, even though he can't be with his wife. So it depends on what's... what's depends on whose wife is. Yeah. Yeah. That's really yeah. the bottom line. Is. Yeah, okay. So that means if... What? Does that mean that if you're confirmed, you're, it's if you're confirmed, you're, it's muta to have tashmish, right? Because that's what we're saying. If you're confirmed, if you were confined and now you're confirmed, you, you can have tashmish. Because we learned in a brace of Yashim Michutz Lalo Yashivas Yamim that a Mitzvah has to stay outside the tent for seven days. That means she also betashmish Amita. Veino Lo Yali Yishtoi. Shinemar Lechamar Lehem Shuvalechem Lalechem. Return home to your to your Lalechem to your tents, which means to your wives. Now, that means that during the purification process, Yashim Michutz Lalo Yashivas Yamim, 
he has to wait seven days. The seven day purification process means you don't have to be with your wife. Rabbi Yudayim there, Shiva Siyamim Yisperulai. Says they count seven days for him, you may see right. The days of counting are Tashmish's answer, not the days that you're confirmed Mitzayra. Meaning, while you're confirmed Mitzayra, until you're on the mend, you, you could be with your wife. But once he says your tar, now you got to start the purification process, that's when Tashmish's answer. That the Torah is mentioning uh, the seven days of counting after you healed. Certainly, when you're confirmed, you're certainly usher. But you see, there's a machlaikas whether Tashmish is mutter during the time period before your purification process, but after you're confirmed. I, I was reasoning in front of Rabbi, that I said, Rabbi, you taught us, Yaisam was conceived from Uzio. Uzio was a melech who went to do the Avoida. So he wanted to, he was from Shevet Yehuda, obviously. He wanted to do the Ketairas, which was for Shevet Levi. And what happened is he got Saras. When he got Saras, they threw him out. So he wasn't a melech and he wasn't a Kayan. So what happened was, we're saying now that Yaisam was conceived from Uzio at the time when he was a confirmed Mitzayra. What do you see here? That a confirmed Mitzayra is Mutter and Tashmish. Amalei Rebbe said to Af Ani Kachamarti. You're right, I said that. So that means that he held that it's mutter to be with your wife while you're confirmed, and therefore, a, a who should we go out to? We should go out to a confirmed mitzayra, a, a, a confined mitzayra, to to right to to, to to check him, but not a confirmed mitzayra because a confirmed mitzayra might become usher to his wife if he's tar, but a confined mitzayra will even if he's tam, they will not become usher to his wife. But my what are they arguing about? he holds that the Torah revealed that Tashmish is also during the Mitzvah's days of counting. The culture can't be mechiluto, and certainly during the days when he's confirmed. In other words, once you're on the mend, you're also. Then certainly while you're confirmed, you're also. Umar Sava, but Rabbi Yehuda holds no. My degali gali. Whatever the Torah mentioned is also, that's what's also. My degali gali. Don't make any kavachaymers. If the Torah didn't mention it, that doesn't mean it's also. Remember the Bekayin Talia Milsa? So he's saying that becoming a mitzvah is dependent upon the kayin, meaning we're saying now that, well, don't let the kayin check it, but not answer. Why? Because if he, if he says tame, then it's going to make him, make the guy tame. Hold on, it's all taloy in the words of the kayin. In, yes, we learned this. That on the day that he sees clean, healthy skin, it's tame. It's tame. In other words, this is talking about a, a nega. If there's tame skin, but there's a piece of healthy skin inside it, that makes saras, mm -hmm. right? If the whole thing is white, then there's it's it's it kulay kulay kulay. Uh, if the whole thing is white, the whole skin is saras. You're not tame. There's got to be some healthy skin somewhere, okay? So he said, if there's healthy skin in it, then it, you pronounce it tummy. There's a day when you observe it to determine it. There's a day when you don't observe it. From here that they said, meaning on certain days, the coin should not look at it, right? Because it's going to interfere with his chiv of simcha. From here they said, if you have a chasen that has a nega, give him his shevabrachas. For him, his house and his clothing. Meaning, no matter if, if the nega is on him, his house or his clothing. Similarly, if, you, if somebody gets a nega, develops on yot. You don't have to. It's not necessary to dash in this because you don't need all this drasha because it says the kain commands and then they clear the house and only then he comes and looks at it. So what do you see here? That the kain delays it for the purpose of saving the property from Toma. Now to delay his property, which is just a devarishus, 
we allow him to avoid monetary laws, called Shekin Dvar Mitzvah. So certainly for a uh, base mishtaf, for, for, for a chasun, or for a regel, we're not going to pronounce Tomah if it's going to interfere with his Simcha. My Beinei, what's an between these two? Tanayim, Amar Bayi, Mashmaris, Darshanika Beinayu, whether we darshan the Mashmaris of the Pasuk. Rava Amar, Right, in other words, what what the pasuk is is um, is inferring, not what it says. Right? Do we dashin what what the pasuk is 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 inferring? No, the nafkamina between them is that do you delay examining a negatzaras for the sake of the devarishos? Okay, according to Rabbi, it's mutter because he considers tzaras on the goof like tzaras on the house, just like on the house, the coin clears out the house before you check, right? And according to Rabbi Yossi, it's not mutter; it's different. A house is different than the body. Okay, now, Rabbi Huda, why does Rabbi Huda say that they're the same? He has some like, I mean, and he doesn't dash it from a house. Why? The Chiddushu. Because the fact that Saras on a house takes effect is a Chiddush. Because normally, wooden stones are not subject to Tumah. And yet, for some reason, by Saras, they are susceptible to Tumah. So that's sort of a Chiddush. It's sort of a, a, a um, special category. And therefore, you can't dash it from that to a body. Okay? Now, uh, now, uh, uh, so if, now, Rebbe Oimer, Rebbe says, Isrich, I need the Pasuk to teach both. Why did Kasrech want to be a Miron's boy? If the Pasuk only said on the day that you see healthy skin, right, which is the Koyen, what it said, you know what, for Dvar Mitzvah, he's allowed to postpone looking at it, but not for Dvar Rishos. Kasrech Mona, then the Pasuk of Tziva, according to clear the house, to teach you that what? That you could postpone it even for Dvar Rishos, right? Because clearing the house, this is Dvar Rishos. The E Kasrech Mona, Vitziva, Koyen, have a Minahani in, that yes, you could delay it here in the case of the house. It's not on the body. But regarding Tum on the body, I would say maybe that's more severe. Therefore, the coin has to check it without postponing it. So both teach you that what? A, you could do it for Dvarishos on the house or in the body. And B, that even on the body, you can delay uh, looking at it if it's going to interfere with the guy's Simcha or with the guy's uh, Regal.